Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the WEEI Studios, the home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Fitzy and Hart Show with guest Kyrie Thompson is brought to you by our friends at Eagle Bank. One can't help but be positive. The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Hour number three, your third and final hour of the Fitzy and Hart program today with special guest Kyrie Thompson filling in for Andy, who is off uh, doing mission work in uh, South America. No, he's not. He's just, <laughs> well, he's got football obligations. In, indeed. Uh, just wanted to cut in with this real quick. Right now, Tampa yes. Bay Rays and Cleveland Guardians are in the 10th inning right now, the top of the 10th inning. No score in this game. It is Look apparent- at this nary a run scored, only but five hits so far through this playoff baseball game. It is apparently the third game in the wild card era to enter extra innings tied 0-0, and it's the second involving the Guardians. They won the previous instance 1-0 in Game 6 against the Orioles in 1997 in the ALCS, and that's how they got to the World Series that year. Wow. Actually, I, I vaguely remember that game and wow, what a World Series that was. Yeah, that's, man, got to be something to be sitting by the lake at the park that they used to call the Jake. Nice 30-mile-an-hour breeze in your face on a 52-degree day watching absolutely no runs being scored at all between the Rays and the Guardians. We'll keep you up to date on that barn burner. Hey, man, there's been some, there's been some pitching. Tristan McKenzie... Always been mm-hmm. a big fan of that guy. He's starting to come into his own. You went six innings, eight strikeouts. Tyler Glasnow was dealing, too. I mean. That guy always does. I mean, that guy's awesome. He's back. He is back. Speaking of speaking of which, and boy, you know, it's funny because the high-priced baseball editions, the let's overpay this mercenary to come in and help us get past uh, whatever hurdles or clear whatever hurdles we have been unable to take us to the postseason, maybe even the promised land like a Max Scherzer who comes in on a three-year, $140 million deal to play for the Metropolitans. You got they have smashed. an awesome season. They become the the vibe of baseball with the Timmy the Trumpet intro for their closer. Right? Uh, I mean, everything, yeah, everything is great. <laughs> That's probably the, the oomph and the pizzazz it's being played with now because the Mets falter down the stretch. Can we they come back in with that? 
for the next for the next. Oh segment. yeah, Stizzle Stizzle try and fi- Stizzle find it now, and he'll he'll drop it in anywhere during this baseball session uh, of the show. So the Mets falter down the stretch. They lose the NL East. They go in as a wild card. And last night, Scherzer gives up seven in four innings, three home runs. Like it was a brutally bad performance. So sometimes you get burned when you sign the high, the high priced pitchers. And this is what brings me to a little Sox talk here on the show as it's a wild card Saturday in Major League Baseball. And I think we have amply prepped the audience for the Lions-Patriots game tomorrow. What do you want to see? Like, first of all, give me your grade for the Red Sox season. And then you get to sub in. I'm going to tap out Sam Kennedy, Bloom, everyone else. I want you to play armchair general manager or president of baseball operations. What do you do to fix a Red Sox team that spent the budget of a Transformers movie this year and finished <laughs> last in the American League East. See, that's funny because all we hear about here is, oh, yeah, like, you know, we, we're the Boston Red Sox. We need to spend the money, right? And it's like, we, we, we've got it. And then they spend all that money. But, again, the question is, how is the money being allocated? Because if you spend money on bad then, then of course, it's not going to work out. And then it's like, oh, we spent all that money and it didn't work out. Spend your money on better players. Um, I, I think that's going to be – I would give this season a D minus. I mean, you could, you, you, could, you could call it an F, but, I mean, there were definitely worse teams in the league than the Boston Red Sox. But in terms of, of what the expectation was or, or just what they should have been after last year, I get it. You know, they, they probably thought they were playing with a little bit of house money and maybe they weren't expecting to compete the way that they did last year. But, I mean, to, 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 finish, la- to, to finish behind the Orioles, for goodness sake, that, that is, that's, that's harsh. That's really bad. And, and some of it was, it was self-inflicted, okay? It's because you, didn't, because you believed in Bobby Dahlbeck and, and that, that was your solution at first base when it didn't have to be. Right, and then finally they acknowledge the fact that that Bobby Dalbeck can't play first base, and he also can't hit. Um, so, so okay, yeah. Then we're gonna trade for Eric Cosmer, and then finally we're gonna bring up uh, Tristan Casas and go from there. The fact that they they still couldn't figure out right field, that they willingly went into this year with mm-hmm. no right fielder. Then you played around with. I mean, some of it was injury related. I get that, but you you played with fire with your pitching staff, and you moved Garrett Whitlock to, to wherever he needed to go to, to plug a hole. And, I mean, that, that failed on you, right? And, and you blew up with the Matt Barnes experiment. You didn't have a clo- like a real closer for a lot of the year. So, look, I, I think the couple of things got to happen here. For one thing, you, you have the makings of enough good player, enough good starting players pitching I, I guess to get through things you got some surprise contributions from Michael Walker I did not expect him to be this good um he was dynamite this season one yeah of, one of the pleasant one of the few pleasant surprises on the 2022 season for the Sox yeah if you could get half a season out of Chris Sale next year and have him be something useful you call that a win if you if I, I don't know what they do with James Paxton um or, or what what they can expect from him at all uh but well, I, anything would be better than this year where they got nothing and they got wasted nothing. $10 million. So, nothing. so, yeah, we, we'll, we'll see what that looks like. But I think the bullpen, they, they melted down so often. And I, I think that part's got to get fixed. Tristan Costa's probably got to be your first baseman. He, he's, he's, you got to see if he's the answer or not. Mm-hmm. Um, commit gotta, to him. And, just, commit, just commit to him. Just say, like, we think this. The kids obviously got pop. Uh, 
okay, maybe he may not be as fundamentally sound as uh, you know, a Hosmer or Bobby Dahlbeck when it comes to but, but defensively, defense, but Bobby Dahlbeck ain't anyway. it. And yeah. Hosmer feels like a step back. Does Hosmer feel like a, st- like a stabilizer or a step back to you? I mean, he feels like a push at best. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, not, he's not that guy that he used to be when he was with the Royals before he signed the big deal. I mean, it just, it just is what it is. Um, I feel like, you know, Casas is going to be your, um, your, your biggest high upside option. Um, he, he showed flashes of it. Obviously, it got rough for a little while there after he came up, but he started to find the stroke a little bit towards the end of the year, and in his in his defense was still better than Dahlbeck's. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. I think he's, he showed enough to show that he's worth giving a shot as the guy coming out of camp. And for goodness sake, get another real – get a real corner outfielder, man. Enough playing around. I don't want to see Christian Oreo out there. We don't need to, to try to pretend that Franchi Cordero can play corner outfield or corner infield. Just just stop, okay? Get get a real player there. And you know what? If you want to go ahead and throw all that money at Aaron Judge, I mean, you can do it. You've got the funds. Don't pretend like you don't. Um, and here's here's one for you right here on uh, the socials at FitzyGFY at Katie Thompson Five and at Weei uh, at Dan Kelly Kelly with two E's sixty six. Boston Red Sox sign Xander maybe five years, hundred forty million. Extend Raffy uh, seven years, somewhere in the thirty something million per year. Looks like he might be looking for ten. I don't know if that price is going to be where uh, it would be more team friendly. I kind of doubt it. Sign two starters. Actually, bring in a closer. Bring back Vasquez, and you're on to the World Series next year. I don't know I about love the all optimism. That, but, uh, it's but not going to be, be better, that easy. But you'd be you'd be better. And I mean. Again, this this wouldn't be the cra- it wouldn't be the craziest thing to see Vasquez come back on uh, if if he were willing Not to accept all. that if nope. he were willing to 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 accept whatever rate the boss that Boston was going to give him. But yeah, I mean, I, I I think it really just comes down to bullpen. Get get a corner outfielder that's worth something, and then you're probably also going to be missing uh, J D Martinez. He's probably going to be too expensive to come back. I. Mm-hmm. I disagreed at first when Lou was talking about don't bother with Devers, you're extending Devers this year. Um, just focus on Bogarts and get Devers back later. And I'm still not sure I wholly love that, but I can kind of see. I would see... much rather have jumped in earlier on Devers. I, I disagree I mean, with I think love I, Lou, disagree with him I, on that one as well. I'm kind of with you. I, I, I think I think I absolutely you, you should have jumped in earlier. And and gotten and please, gotten blank that or out. get off the pot with Xander. I, like re, like I yeah, don't hate, don't okay. play around with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why are we why are we playing him like this? Like I'll give you my grade straight up for the Red Sox this season. A good old fashioned flat out. You give it whatever numerical value you want to assign it because in standard grading, well before Common Core and the uh, era of participation trophies and fa- pass fail, zero to fifty nine was an F, and I give the Red Sox a big. That F. Yeah, the only reason season. I didn't give them an F is because there were worse teams. But in ter- again, in terms of expectation, I got, maybe I can, record wise, but with expectations, expectation wise, yeah, I can. I can quarter of a billion I'm dollars. Cool you went to the ALCS last year, and potentially the way momentum can swing games, you're one bad strike call against Evaldi away from maybe being able to go seven or even push past an Astros team that was definitely more talented than you at the time. You go on that run and you come back and you win seventy some odd games. It was like they're their win total, the expectation, the over-under for them this year was 85 and a half. And they missed on that by a good 10. Like, that's pathetic. I hate the way that not re-signing Schwarber, stupid. Yeah, that, that was uh, Not that addressing was, that the bullpen, stupid. One. Not having a first baseman, 
dumb. The uh, the way that they leaned on guys too early in the season, like just pitching the Whitlocks the, uh, and others you, into you, the he ground. He couldn't finish the year because of what you No. I, it just, it like, not having a right fielder, not trading away J.D. Martinez when he very well may leave now and go somewhere else when you could have gotten something for him. The way Vasquez finds out on the field from reporters oh. that he gets dealt and has to go to the other locker room. Like, I hated everything about this Red Sox season. So much so, I found myself a John Henry and Fenway Sports Group and Red Sox apologist openly getting mad at the team all the time. Like, the team just pissed me off all season long. It, it just drove me nuts, Kyrie. I It was not, it was No, guys, I mean, I, first, first yeah. year I haven't gone to a game at Fenway in forever. I can't even remember how long. Yeah, and hey, the one game I went to this year, they lost. Hey, good. You know, apparently, I should just never, apparently I should just never go to games. I should I should I never pa- yeah. I should never be present. Can at you any report New on England the Patriots via Zoom, please, so they don't lose tomorrow? Yeah, somebody carry me around and and just put me in the media scrums. Yeah, because apparently I, I I'm not allowed to go to New England sports games because they don't win. Uh, Diane in Dorchester, she wants to weigh in on the grade she would give the Red Sox for this thrilling 2022 season. Hey, Diane, ticket prices are going to go up by 2% next year. What do you got? Yeah, they get a nerve for that. But listen, I'd give them a big fat F, too, and there's no bones about it. Hein Bloom has been a total disaster. He traded people when he shouldn't have traded them. He didn't trade when he should have traded. He traded people that were like heart and soul players that really, you know, took a, a, a toll on the, on the guys that were left. Stuff like that makes a difference. I don't get him. And people keep saying how doggone smart he is. So what if he went to Yale? He could have gone there for philosophy for all you know. He sure didn't go for baseball operations, that's for sure, because he doesn't know what the heck he's doing. I've never been so disgusted with a team in my life. I'm right there with you. I didn't go to one game. I don't plan on going to another game unless I get Xander, Vasquez, and Devin's back at some point next offseason. Unless they get those guys, I'm done going to games for them. They're not getting another nickel on my money. Diane with some straight fire. Dorchester fire. That's fire. what I straight expect into from my break. dad's hometown. May he Let's rest go. in peace. And he would, if he was alive, he'd feel the same way because he didn't miss a Sox game. As long as he lived, he always made sure right up until the last day that I left Nesson on in his room so he could watch the Red Sox games. We got some people feeling a certain kind of way about this Red Sox right now. We got some callers coming up in the queue. I love it. I Listen, I understand. Uh, and I get it why people, you know, they want to listen to oh, the I way people too. analyze the Patriots because they're still hedging their bets, Kyrie. That's why I think last Sunday was so important for the Patriots because the ratings were good and people were watching, but they're still hedging their bets on whether they're going to commit and emotionally invest themselves in these Patriots because everything's a little weird post-Tom Brady. I get it. I full well understand there was more excitement last year. Now am I going to commit to it, or am I going to let them try to figure things out before I jump back in? The you Red Sox were supposed want. to. I don't care. Yeah, the Red uh, Sox were supposed to be more than this. Sox were supposed to be good. New England still kind of definitely runs on Duncan, I hear, yeah, or so I'm told. And the Red Sox as well. And when they're this bad, you have a right to be mad, like John, who's in the car on the future of the Red Sox. John, what do you got? Welcome to the show. Yeah, guys, uh, listen. You know, just let's let's just talk straight here. Uh, first base, home run, double play, catcher, a baseball, stadium, strikeout, umpire, uniform, cleat. Hello. Yes. Yes. 
John, are you uh, are you John? Are you reciting code to a sleeper cell right now? No, just I mean, let's just talk. Let's get back. I mean, just think about this: outfield, infield, grass, chalk. I feel like the Winter Soldier is now going to come busting into the studio. Well, and this also happens. <laughs> All right, see what happens when, see what happens when, you get, uh, when you start talking baseball. Fans are so beside themselves by how poorly the Red Sox played this year, they can't even make any sense. John, congratulations. Whatever bet you just Outside. won. Outside. Or whatever Inside. audience you just pleased by Basketball. calling up. Yes, exactly. Cleats, baseball, fundamental. Wilson. Whether he's read, whether he's reading a part. <laughs> oh, oh, anyway, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the telephone number. Call us up. Give us a grade on the Red Sox season. Perhaps you would like to uh, play armchair Heimbloom and fix the Sox. What are your priority moves? The Pats are on the table as well. But first, we'll catch you up on all the scores and everything else you need to know with trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. If John in the car was able to do trending, sports, information, scores, teams, update. Is that <laughs> is that how John would have done it, Kyrie? Wow. Uh, here's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. You know it. You can't wait for it. It's a throwback Sunday at Gillette tomorrow. Game 5 of the 2022 season, 1 o'clock kickoff between the Patriots and the Lions. Both teams are very banged up. Several key starters for the Lions are questionable or already have been ruled out, including on the Patriots side, Brian Hoyer, who's gone to IR, Mac Jones, who's listed as doubtful. Therefore, Bailey Zappi is expected to get his first start on the season and in his career. Of course, he played triumphantly last week for the Patriots in defeat against the Green Bay Packers. Should be an exciting one tomorrow. Be sure to tune in before the game. You got Gresh, Keith, and Wiggy from Helix Esports in Foxborough. Uh, they're going to have WEEI football Sunday uh, right up until 1 o'clock. And then be sure to tune into the Six Rings postgame show with Yarrow, pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens, and Andy Jumbo Hart, who will be back from assignment after the conclusion of Patriots and Lions. Meanwhile, in baseball, in teams that played so well, they got to go to the postseason. You got the Guardians, Phillies, Mariners, and Padres, all with a chance to move on after Friday victories in the wild card round. Let's check in on the Guardians and Rays right now. They are in the bottom of the 10th inning, still scoreless at the stadium they used to call the Jake that is now Progressive Field. BC hosts fifth-ranked Clemson tonight at 7.30. We will begin coverage at 7 p.m. here on the WEI Sports Radio Network. In other college football action right now, you've got a barn burner that just hit the over. TCU 38, Kansas 31 with a minute and a half left. Tennessee is woodshedding LSU right now 40-13. to 13. Michigan 24, Indiana 10, go blue. And tonight at 8 o'clock, the Jimbo Fisher versus Nick Saban showdown on primetime. Texas A&M visits a Bryce Young free number one rated Alabama. And the Bruins host the Devils tonight at 7 o'clock for their final preseason game before they open their regular season against the Capitals on Wednesday. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. First base, home run, double play, catcher, a baseball, stadium, strikeout, umpire, uniform, cleat, outfield, infield, grass, chalk. As Pollard jumped. Can you play that against his? First base, home run, double play, catcher, a baseball, stadium, strikeout, umpire, uniform. Okay, please, I, like outfield. as that continued on, legitimately, Kyrie, so what I was trying to do, that was caller John who hit us up with one of the weirdest calls I've ever experienced during my time in sports radio uh, as a participant, uh, calling in, hosting shows, a general fan, whatever. I was trying to first figure out if he was giving words who, if you took the first letter, spelled something out. So I was trying to see if he was spelling, like, someone's name or if he was spelling swear words. And then we got into, like, is this code? Is he telling somebody to, like, begin is an James operation? James Buchanan Barnes about to come busting in here and, and, uh, and snatch right. me up out the studio chair. I'm wondering if it's a sleeper cell. You think it's the Winter Soldier, you know, being woken up uh, is it what was the name? Was it Manchurian Candidate going on? I couldn't figure that out at all. That is the state of disarray, Red Sox Nation, and the participation they that Sox fans give to guy. sports radio on a Saturday. Oh my gosh! Let's check in real quick uh, with the rest of the teams around uh, Boston sports right now. Kyrie, obviously Wednesday the Bruins begin their season. The puck drops against the Caps. Uh, hey. It's the crazy. You got a crazy return season coming up. Um, uh, the Skate Pod is your number one place here at WEEI to get all the latest hockey opinions, information, and Bruins news and more. Um, hopefully, maybe they'll trade for Luch, and then maybe the complete uh, Boston Bruins turnaround and comeback season begins again. I'm, you know, look, I- I'm as excited for them to give it one final go with Bergie and bringing back Krejci, et cetera. So goes the Sway Man. So goes the team. Um, but uh, you know, but other than that, like. During you know the end of a disappointing Red Sox season, and in the throes of a pivotal Sunday, a must-win Sunday for the Patriots against the Detroit Lions of all teams, I can't get too pucks deep into how are the Bruins going to do this season and what are your expectations on skates. Uh, if if anything, I'm kind of like a little more into what the Celtics may be up yeah. to as well. Indeed, and uh, by the way, in ten days, those Boston Celtics are going to be taking the court, hitting the parquet. For game number one, going to be in prime time. I I I, I against, love against the, the six against the against Sixers, Sixers too. A team some people might be sleeping on as well. Well, it, it, I feel like it's interesting. Like how I, I feel like how can you sleep on the Sixers because Joel Embiid is awesome. 
and they've still got James Harden. So mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, yeah, it, it wasn't the, – the ending to last year wasn't great, but it might have been different if Joel Embiid didn't break his face and break every other bone, like, mm-hmm. in, like in, hurt his hand and everything. I mean, he was he was something else. So I think if he continues this, like, like playing the way that he is, like, yeah, you can't sleep on that team at all. No, no, no. They've got, they've got plenty of talent, and if they do stay healthy – Obviously a huge if considering you've got James Harden uh, and Joel Embiid who was playing MVP-like last season at several points before he just got absolutely dinged up to the beyond recognition for a while in the playoffs but still gamed it out. Just You know, you can't have a broken face and a torn thumb ligament and be expected to lead your team to victory in the playoffs. But I think they're going to give – I think people are sleeping on them a little bit and they're going to give the Celtics and the Eastern Conference hell. There's a lot of teams that improved in the Eastern Conference. For, uh, poor A. Hemplo – how about your Cleveland Cavaliers who got Spider Mitch? I mean, they got Donovan Mitchell, and they already were a playoff team last year, and now they added one of the Western Conference's best young, bright, rising stars to the mix. And your Celtics, and listen, I'm as excited as everyone else. Boy, did I love that joyride. Oh, but the distraction. I actually went to a finals game, and they were up for three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, they just decided to go hero ball and Golden State started making shots, and that was when Steph Curry scored 46 a game for him for the ages. I think the Celtics are capable of great, great things. I hated that they lost Gallinari. I was super excited to watch him play this year. No, I don't expect much out of Blake Griffin. That's a warm body to hold hold things down until the Time Lord can come back, and I am concerned that's a lingering injury. I think Tatum can go even further this year, as oh, yeah. can Jalen Brown. Oh, yeah. They, but they if you were the Celtics, but if you'd like, look, I'm going to give you a chance to play um, Brad, Wick and Brad for a second. The Ime scandal breaks out. Do you promote Tatum's guy, Missoula, who's never coached in the NBA, never been a head coach in the NBA before, but obviously does something that they like, and the players all say they get along with him, even though Al Horford is three years older than him? Or do you go look for a veteran head coach to sort of, like, stabilize things? Like, I know Frank Vogel is a name that's been bandied about a bunch. What would you have done? I mean that's tough. I feel like the answer to me would not be Frank Vogel. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that he has, uh, you know, he has ties to around here, and and he's, he is a veteran head coach who just won a title with um, LeBron James and Anthony Davis a couple of years ago with with the Lakers, and kind of unceremoniously gets kicked out the door after that because the Lakers started underachieving. But to me, I I don't know that there was any really good way to do this because. I think that if you're if you're hiring another head coach and and you're just saying like okay Frank Vogel come on down well then that means you're you're cutting bait with Ime and that's kind of more turmoil I, I I feel like doing it the way that they've done it is it, it retains as much continuity as you can have and I feel like right now that's what they're they're valuing it's not just that oh yeah he's Tatum's guy and and, and that they love him um, and that's why we're doing it I think it's kind of like a okay look we've had we've had enough upheaval let's stick with what we know here stick with the system kind of that we know um a familiar voice and and we go from there so I, I mean I don't know. I'm not in love with Joe Missoula, but I wouldn't have loved Frank Vogel either. And and again, mm-hmm. bringing that in means that you that you now have your third kind of your third new coach in three years. Three. I know for a team that has finals and, expectations, who has the highest win over under in the NBA, I think at 55 and a half games, to have that. I mean, it's is, tough. It's not. It, you can't call it dysfunctional, but like three coaches in three years is weird. 
Yeah, and, like, and you it's know not what? their fault. What yeah. happened with E May? And no. we, I, and I wonder if we're ever going to get the final and full details of what happened. With hey, E-May TMZ going to find it same way they they got a hold of that Draymond yeah, video. They're, <laughs> they're 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 going they're going to find it somehow. But maybe look. that Golden State cameraman has some behind the scenes footage of the Celtics as well. <laughs> Lord knows how that leaked out yesterday. And how about Jake Paul offering ten million to Draymond to fight him after seeing that sucker punch? Oh my God. Uh, no. that, that that's one thing I can definitely do without in the sports world. I mean, More good, good, good on good on him for for making money off of it. You know, off this like clownishness and uh, you know winning, I guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, I could do without Jake and Logan Paul. They don't do anything for me. I don't find them interesting. I don't find them to be particularly good at fighting. I mean, look at who they're look at who they're fighting. They're not fighting anybody who's who's actually boxing right now because they know they would get washed. You know, so so no, I don't I don't find it interesting. But but I think, yeah, look, there, there were no really good ways to do this. But I feel essentially what they're saying and going with Joe Missoula is like, OK, look, we're going to we're going to keep a lot of things the same. And then it's going to be up to you, Jay. Jay's, I should say. It's going to be up yep. to you, Jay's. You lead this thing. You show us that you're done playing like assholes, as uh, Ime Udoka said. Stiz? Yeah, we got it. We got it. Thank you, sir. Just making sure. Okay. Um, Oops. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes the coaches say things that when we do pass on the direct quotes, we have to just be careful of. That's okay. No big deal. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. I'm curious if – I'm just curious, like, if there was ever any thought to go outside the organization or if continuity was the key thing. Um you know, I, I wrote up a piece for .com about Joe Missoula. I read up about him a good deal and listened to everything he had to say, then listened to everything everyone else had to say about him at um, Media Day a while ago. And it was always sort of like, you know, he's one of us, steady voice, everyone trusts him. No, he understands the scheme. He knows how to bring out the best in us. So he's we're getting every player to a T and to a man gave us what we wanted to hear. Now I'm just wondering if there's something that Udoka did, if there was some intangible that he had or brought to the team that is going to be difficult to replace because while he may have his issues and troubles behind the scenes, obviously, and and I still, I mean, is knowing going to bring me any satisfaction? Is it going to get them any closer to the NBA Finals? Is it going to satisfy some bloodlust I have for him because I was rooting for him and now I feel played and I'm disappointed he's not going to be part of the team? No. I just want them to continue playing really good basketball. I want them to get the most out of their abilities. And, I yeah, I want them to maximize their talent. I want them to win ultimately just win basketball games, go back to the playoffs, yep. Yep. get back to the finals. Like, they, they, can, they can do it. I don't know. I don't know what that extra something that they're going to need is going to be in the loss of Gallinari, but I don't think they'll be afraid. I know they believe in this team, and they were given full assets, uh, or rather full authority, to tap into any assets necessary by Wick following the Game 6 loss in the NBA Finals to the Warriors. So if they need to go and get someone, I think they'll go and get someone this year. Yeah, I mean, because, look, in the end, what they've got, two young star players who are under contract. I mean, obviously, you're still you're going to need to figure out the Jalen Brown situation. Do you want him? Do you not? Um, you know, long term again. I and, 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 and I think that right now this this you're in a window. OK, last year mm-hmm. proved it. You are in a window with two really good players. You've got you've got the pieces now. 
Okay, because again, I don't think they they didn't win the finals last year because they didn't have the pieces. They didn't have the talent needed to do it. I don't agree with that. So that's why I thought the whole KD thing was kind of too much for me because they didn't lose because they didn't have the talent. They lost because they weren't ready to win. And the other team was Okay, the other team. The other team was more disciplined. They were still the, the Celtics were more. They were fighting themselves still to get rid of some of those worst tendencies and stick to their better angels that Ime Odoka was trying to get them to stick to, to stay tough, to stay disciplined, and they couldn't do it. And I mean, it is what it is. This time around, you're thinking to yourself, okay, you know what it takes. You know what you can and can't do as a team if you want to win. Let's see what you got. So I, I think that it, it's it's maybe a piece here or there, but you've got your stars You've got your best players in, in, in order here. Now it's about filling out the rest and getting the contributions from those players. When we come back, uh, Kyrie will tell us who this week he thought was tripping in the wide world of sports. <laughs> we'll give you a couple of games we think you should watch on Week 5 NFL Sunday. Our predictions for Pats, Lions, and wrap things up before we pass the baton to the one and the only Brad Foe who will try to make a little bit more sense of this Red Sox season and the disappointment of their losing record as the baseball playoffs carry on. Speaking of carrying on, in the bottom of the 11th, you are still scoreless between the Tampa Rays I really and thought Cleveland. they were. I really thought uh, we were going to get some scoring last inning. There was, there was a shot out in a wow. right center field where I thought it might get down, and nope, Stephen Kwan went and scooped it up. Unbelievable. Scoreless through 11. A barn burner out in Cleveland. You got Fitzy. You got Kyrie. We got you for a few more minutes than Brad Foe at four here on WEEI. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. Football season is here. The new Odyssey app lets you stay connected to your NFL team, your station, your shows. Follow your favorite stations and come back again and again. Get real-time updates on everything you care about. Miss your show? Jump back to their awesome rewind feature. The Odyssey app is NFL football, live and on demand, wherever you are, whenever you want. And did we mention it's all free? Download the Odyssey app today. Visit the 99 Restaurant every Sunday for football frenzy specials at the bar. Dine in for a chance to win tickets and to enjoy six packs of bone-in buffalo wings for just $4.99 and full-size apps for just $6.99. Or try the new game day port carnitas burger. The 99, always the real deal. today at carsforkids.org that's cars with a k your car running or not can be picked up as soon as the next day you'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher one eight seven seven cars for kids k-a-r-s cars for kids 
accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. I'm James Pratt, founder of 1-800-BUSY-DOG-BASEMENT Technologies. You probably know all about our exceptional waterproofing service, but did you know that our sister company, Basement Technologies Construction, can solve just about any construction or restoration issue on your property? Do you have mold, mildew, or musty odors? Is your house sinking, or have you seen cracks in your foundation or walls? Is your pool deck, walkway, or fieldstone wall cracking? Are there never-ending puddles in your yard or driveway after heavy rain? If you have any of these issues, or if you're thinking about remodeling your basement, just give us a call, and we'll be happy to come out and give you a free estimate. It's that easy. Just call 1-800-BUSY-DOG and let Basement Technologies Construction give you a free estimate on any of your home improvement projects. If you're looking for a sure way to grow your money, then check out the City of Boston Credit Union's 23-month share certificate special. Get an annual percentage yield as high as 2.78% for 23 months with their limited-time share certificate special. All you need is a minimum $500 deposit to get this awesome rate. Visit cityofbostoncu.com for details. City of Boston Credit Union, uniquely Boston. Federally insured by NCUA, member MSIC. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep. Only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our weekend special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $9.99. Plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. If you're looking for Nexon Winter Tires, go to Town Fair Tire and get any Nexon Tire you choose for the guaranteed lowest price. Because Town Fair Tire has over 600,000 tires in stock. We buy Nexon Tires for less, so we sell them for less. The guaranteed lowest price on any Nexon Tire you choose. And nobody gives you more free services for life than Town Fair. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody! Name brands at discount prices. Town Fair if it's time to replace your old windows, call right window right now. Call 800-649-3600 or schedule an appointment online at rightwindow.com. A better window installed for the right price. Right window. Today's throwback thought is brought to you by Kentucky Fried Chicken. Let's take some callers. Tony from Houston. Any throwbacks for us? Yeah, hi. I remember when you could get a whole meal for just six bucks. But now you still can with KFC's two piece drum and thigh combo. Crispy chicken, mashed potatoes, a biscuit, and a drink for just six bucks. Is this an ad? Thanks, Tony. Order KFC's two piece drum and thigh combo on the KFC app for just six dollars. That's finger looking good. Price of participation may vary. Limited time offer tax extra. WEI. We are right back to Bitsy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Good, menacing, frightening. Find help Sometimes I scare Myself Myself Could get Menacing Frightening Just a couple Find minutes help. left here on Sometimes the Fitzy and Hart program. I Andy Hart out today. Myself, He'll be back for the Six Rings postgame show tomorrow. 
which comes at you live immediately following the conclusion of Lions at Patriots from Gillette. Oh, but to see the sea of throwback reds, I can't wait to check out the stadium. Can't wait to check out the tailgate. Hopefully it's lit down there tomorrow. Hopefully everyone's fired up. I wonder which throwback jersey I'll probably see the most of. My guess is I'm going to see the most throwback red Gronks, number two, some Brewskis, a couple Ty Laws, a ton one? of Brady's. You, you don't think Brady would be number one? Um, you know what? Actually, I'm pro. Oh, Brady will definitely be number one. Yeah, okay, you'll yeah, see. You'll see more Brady's than Mac Jones or any other, or you know, Kendrick Bournes or Matt Judon's or anything else they're selling right now. Yeah, no, because you said Gronk first. I'm like, okay, I can see that, but huh? I guess I would have figured more Brady's, but we mm-hmm. shall see. So long as I never have to see a Franken Gronk or Franken Brady jersey, half Tampa, half Patriots again. If I never see one again, it'll be several days. Too soon. All right, just a couple more minutes till we uh, bring in Brad Foe for some Brad Foe show here on WEI Sports Saturday. And Brad Foe will try to make some sense at the conclusion of the Red Sox season and see which direction the franchise is headed from here. Kyrie, I wanted to, as you jested in the first hour, I want to make a little rap segment of it as we wrap up here. Um, who do you think had a bad week? Who needs to get over themselves? Who, as you were saying earlier, who was tripping in the wide world of sports this week? Okay, look, first of all, we got to start with Draymond Green. Okay, who, by the way, um, apologized today or or, or said that he apologized to Jordan Poole, his family, Mm -hmm. to the Warriors organization. Yeah, after I almost broke your face the same way Anquan Bolden's got broken uh, playing football years ago. My God, he clobbered the guy. I mean, look, and and I mean, apparently it was just like I was going through some things in my personal life, hurt people, hurt more people. And, you know, I hurt somebody because of what was going on in my life. It's like, look, man. And, and and here's the thing. He said, oh, yeah, you know, it's it terrible that the video got leaked and everything. Um, wasn't the exact word that he used, but he, he was saying, look, you know, it, it looked even worse. He watched himself punching Jordan Poole on video. He's like, yeah, it's worse than I thought it was. It's like, bro, you, you're, he pushed you because you got in his face. You, you, you strolled up mm-hmm. in his face. You, you got up chest to chest with him. He pushes you away. And so you falcon punch him in the face? And, and and then it's just like, oh, yeah, basically he slept him. And then he tries to hold him up. And it's like, oh, okay, no, that's – come on, man. In what world of proportional retaliation is that going to fly? You know what I mean? But that was just – I have no idea what made him think that that was cool, what made him think that was appropriate. Draymond, absolutely tripping on that one. I don't want to make it too corny, but, I mean, come on, that was wild. Another one that I thought was a little bit out of line this week, Peter King and somebody who appears on our radio station, Ty Law, talking about Jack Jones and, and Jack Jones's comment post-game about Aaron, he, him finding it disrespectful that Aaron Rodgers threw an out route against him or that anybody uh, you know, throws an out route against him. I don't understand why anybody took issue with what he was saying. Okay, first of all, I want to point out that Aaron Rodgers does act, absolutely disrespect rookies and and quarterbacks he doesn't respect all the time by picking on them purposefully and throwing at them. So so it's like it's okay for Aaron Rodgers to to disrespect you and and just be like, yeah, well, I don't think you're good. I think I can beat you. I mean, you need that kind of irrational confidence. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I think you need that. And, I think there's a deficit of it, in fact, on the Patriots, and I'm glad he's bringing that back there. Also, it's part of the show, and it's entertainment. Sports is ultimately entertainment, first and foremost. Please. 
and and it's like, look, and, and Devin McCourty said it, like, hey, look, just don't let anybody complete an out route on you, or we're gonna have to talk, or we're gonna have to talk about, it. we'll have to clown you about it. But but McCourty said, like, hey, like it's good to have somebody with that energy. Kyle Duggar even said, like, look, I don't have any problem with that at all. His teammates, I mean, may, maybe somebody said something to him about it or what have you, but at least publicly, they're just like, I like the confidence. So look, as long as you can back it up, to me, you could say you could say that. I don't I don't care if he's a rookie. I, I don't care if he's a rookie at all. I don't think you should I, I'm tired of this old head mentality of, yeah, a rookie should be seen, not heard, especially when that dude won the turnover battle for you by himself last Sunday. Go ahead and talk your stuff, Jack. Don't be listening to none of these folks. That's yeah, I, especially uh, yeah, especially when one fifth of your team is comprised of rookies. The Patriots have ten rookies on a fifty three man roster. Yes. The last one Friday's whole Patriots press conference was just a mess. First of all, look, I get it. Bill Belichick has been taking questions from reporters and from, from everybody about the play calling situation. He's tired of it and, and, and all of that. But it was innocent enough when Andrew Callahan, I believe it was, just asked, hey, like, what have you been thinking about Matt Patricia's play calling so far through four games, which is reasonable to assume given the fact that he's the only guy with the play sheet who seems to be talking with the quarterbacks before Mm -hmm. offensive plays. Bill Belichick's not doing it. Joe Judge isn't doing it. But Belichick is insisting on not publicly proclaiming that Matt Patricia calls the plays. He's just the guy who communicates the plays to the quarterback. And he's been on that the entire time. And he made a point to just to be kind of crappy with the media about it. And, and I just thought it was unnecessary. And that, but, but even then, like some of the, the continuing to, to kind of talk about it and having it continue to be a, in, you know, something that we just got to know. Um, and the way they were kind of like going back and forth at it, honestly, like it was just like, man, we really got to do this on a Friday like this right now. I put most mm-hmm. of it on Bill Belichick, but there really is this sort of, well, if, if uh, he, if he doesn't like, if he doesn't say it, then we have to keep talking about it. It's like, yeah, I guess maybe we do, but we all know Matt Patricia's the dude doing it. Nobody else is doing it. So I'm just kind of right. like a simple, you know what it is? Exactly. And a simple sort of like, I think Matt's been doing a great job. Just like I always thought he's done for us. Uh, Obviously, I wouldn't have brought him back in here unless I thought he was going to do anything but a great job. Like, like, leave it at that. You can, you can uh, disarm and deflect. Uh, you can stem the wound right there. Like, you can stop the bleeding. You don't have to. Like, why, why, why ruffle feathers? Why seem like you, like you? It's like you don't have to condescend. And, and, and why, I think... why seem like you've been bothered by an innocuous question that any other beat guy would probably ask any other head coach? Just checking in on how things are going in the new sort of like offensive play calling structure hierarchy. I mean, like, it's not a harmful question. He didn't ask, like, hey, how's Linda doing? And, and I mean, the irony of it is that you could say Matt Patricia's had a decent last couple of weeks. I mean, yeah, not not saying that it's it's been perfect, but, I mean, the, the most total yards that they've had yet this year against the Baltimore Ravens, and then the rushing yards have gone up in every single game that they've played. They've been able to run the football in a way that a lot of us didn't think they were going to be able to when mm-hmm. when we were watching them fumble through training camp and look like they couldn't block anybody. I mean, this is this is going better than expected. This this would actually not be the worst time in the world to to say you know yeah I think think it's been good or or you could say like. Yeah, I think our whole offensive coaching staff has been doing a good job with the plays and all that. And maybe you get another question about it. But this idea that 
you know, we, oh, we just can't talk about it. I, I just feel like it's ridiculous to me uh, personally. And, and, and at the same time, I also can't wait for this conversation to die because it's been months of this now. I feel like we all know what the score is. Sure, maybe Matt Patricia's getting a little bit of help, but in the end, they are kind of allowing him to take the point on this. We know this. We've been watching it for weeks. Preaching to the choir, my friend. You are preaching to the choir. All right. Uh, there's football on tomorrow morning. Gentle reminder to everyone. There's NFL action. You got the Giants versus the Packers from Her Majesty's Royal Stadium over there in Wembley. So if you like a little uh, brunch ball tomorrow, 930. Patriots, 1 o'clock tomorrow. Obviously the most interesting game here locally. I expect the ratings to be good. Like I said, I expect the crowd to be excellent. And hopefully they will be able to cheer Private First Class Zappy on to a win, his first win in the NFL. First win as a starter. I have it being a little more high scoring than I think most people do, depending on where you got the odds. Maybe the Patriots cover, or maybe they don't, but it definitely goes over. I got Patriots 30, Lions 27. Yep, yeah, I'm kind of going with uh, 24-17. Or, the, yeah, the 24-17, 24-20. But I, oh, I just, so they stymie Goff in the rushing attack enough. I think so. I just, again, don't believe in it. I just don't no. believe in it enough. All right. Well, we'll find out tomorrow, and we hope that you do not bring the Jinx or Jonah down to the stadium tomorrow, Kyrie, because they I'll haven't won in a lot. report from the parking of... lot. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have to sacrifice something or have like some sort of ritual performed to make sure that you don't bring that bad luck to the stadium tomorrow. You can give them a follow at KD Thompson 5 Great job filling in for Andy Hart. Andy will be back next Saturday on the program as well as tomorrow on the Six Rings postgame show as well. Until we talk to you then, thank you very much, Stanley Stiz, Grimy Bruno. Thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the listeners for allowing us inside your heads and hearts for a couple hours to talk sports on a beautiful Saturday. You got Brad Foe's show coming up next here on WEEI. Take care of yourselves, and as always, go Pats. Uniform, cleat, outfield, infield, grass, chalk. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.